Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to our latest uh, CTSS quiz, the May 2013 CTSS quiz. I have 10 terrific cases for you, and let's take a look. This is a great case. Unfortunately, I'm only able to show you two images, but the thing to look at in this case is look at the pancreas. It's early phase imaging, and look at pancreatic enhancement. And what you notice is you see the pancreas, but then there's pancreatic tissue that goes to the right of the duodenum. The duodenum is the low density or lower density zone that cuts in between. So no, there's not a gastric ulcer. I don't see any free air. You barely see the stomach on this case. It's not a duodenal ulcer because you don't see one, and there's no pancreatic mass present. This is a classic example of an annular pancreas. Annular pancreas can simulate a pancreatic mass because the pancreas looks full. And if you don't appreciate the duodenum, you may think it's all a pancreatic mass. In patients with annular pancreas, depending on how extensive it is, you can see obstruction in the duodenum. Just a very nice example. This case is a classic one, and I've showed this before, but I thought I would quiz you again. There's a vascular lesion seen very nicely in the head of the pancreas. And all things considered, the first thing I would say is a neuroendocrine tumor. But you'll notice the right kidney has been removed. In a patient with a, with a nephrectomy, one assumes it's for renal cell cancer. The classic vascular lesion is going to be metastatic renal cell carcinoma. Typically occurs 10 to 15 years after the patient's initial presentation. Again, could this be a neuroendocrine tumor? Sure. It's in splenosis, but this was metastatic renal cell carcinoma to the pancreas. A very, very nice example. Now, this case is somewhat tricky. When you look at the images, you see what looks like a different texture, possibly a mass in the tail of the pancreas. And you look and you think, what could it be? Well, if you look carefully at the mass or a suspected mass, it looks identical in texture and density and enhancement to the spleen. And so it's not, it's not metastatic renal cell carcinoma. That uh, can't be that. It's not vascular, so it's typically not going to be an islet cell tumor. Spen tumor, usually more in the pancreatic head, and it's cystic and solid. Uh, this is a great example of splenosis, accessory spleen. Just a beautiful, beautiful example. Again, if you're uncertain, you could do a nuclear medicine scan. Key thing with accessory spleen, as we've said in our lectures, it enhances identical to the normal spleen. In this case, I'm asking you what the least likely diagnosis is. When you look quickly, you see what looks like a mass in the head of the pancreas. There's no dilated ducts present, but it could be a pancreatic cancer. I guess theoretically, they'll be very unusual in appearance. You really are seeing a mass, and so this, in fact, is a pancreatic adenocarcinoma. You can consider a GIST tumor that's a possibility. GIST can be very large. Occasionally, they can be necrotic. They're often exophytic. But the one thing this surely is not is a duodenal diverticulum. So that is the answer. Now, when you look at this case, what you're seeing is, at first, maybe there's a mass in the pancreas, but you see no dilated ducts. And the more you think about that, remember I've always said when you see no dilated ducts, think about the fact that this is probably not going to be a pancreatic mass. And if it is a pancreatic mass, it's a neuroendocrine tumor. 
could also be a serous cystadenoma potentially. But this does not look like a neuroendocrine tumor. This does not look like a serous cystadenoma. This looks like a pancreatic mass till you look and there's extensive disease in the uh, portal cable space. And what you're really looking at is extensive adenopathy. Now this could be from a right colon cancer. It could be from a cholangiocarcinoma. It can be from metastatic breast cancer. And it can be from lymphoma. And the only answer I give you that gives you a chance in this case is nodes in the port of hepatitis for lymphoma. And that is indeed the correct diagnosis. This is another interesting case. When you look carefully, there's a cystic lesion which appears to come off the pancreas on the coronal view. But when you look at the axial view, it's really large and it's really low density. And if you would measure it, it's very, very low density. This is surely not the appearance of a pancreatic cancer. And it's almost too low density and funny in configuration for a pseudocyst. You could think about a mesenteric cyst, but this is a lymphangioma. Lymphangioma is a low density, soft. They displace things but do not invade things. This is a beautiful example of a lymphangioma. When you look at this jaundice patient, obviously jaundice makes you think about pancreatic cancer or possibly a liver tumor. But when you look at the pancreas here, what you see is diffuse enlarged of the pancreatic gland. And if you could describe it, you can say in many ways the gland is featureless. There's no dilated pancreatic duct, but there also appears to be a halo around the enhancing glandular texture. And what I've described to you is autoimmune pancreatitis. Autoimmune pancreatitis, elevated IG4 levels, can truly simulate a pancreatic cancer. Patients can present with dilated common duct, they can present with jaundice, and present identical to pancreatic cancer. The key thing to remember is autoimmune pancreatitis, IgG4, it looks like this is called a cigar-shaped or a halo appearance. When you see that appearance, think about that possibility, and you can save the patient a Whipple's procedure. So a very, very important diagnosis to be able to make. This case shows you very nicely a cystic lesion by the pancreatic head. And the thing about this lesion is you say, well, is it in the pancreas or near the pancreas? If it's from the pancreas, it could be a serous cystadenoma, it could be a large IPMN, theoretically it could be an MCN, but it's cystic. Could it be a pseudocyst? I guess it could be, but I don't see any pancreatitis. This is not metastatic colon cancer, and it's not lymphoma. The best answer here is a lymphangioma. Lymphangiomas arise off the pancreas, often are low density, well-defined, uh, benign lesions. Uh, one of the problems we've had is when these patients get resected, they often get terrible pancreatitis after the fact. But a very nice example of a lymphangioma of the pancreas. In this case, patients several weeks post partial nephrectomy, and so I'm asking the best diagnosis. When you look at the images, what you're seeing is a mass near the left kidney, and you can say, well, maybe it's a recurrent tumor. Maybe I didn't tell you there was nodes present. Maybe it's an abscess. But when you look at the thing, it has a swirly appearance, and unfortunately, that's the appearance of a towel that's left behind. This was a glossy fibroma or a sponge left in the left upper quadrant. Yes, I can tell you it was a blue sponge. So, uh, again, uh, something very important. 
This is a great case. Now, the patient's 32 years old. You see a mass in the head of the pancreas and there's calcification posteriorly. Now, neuroendocrine tumors can calcify, but they're usually vascular. This really doesn't look like lymphoma. That doesn't calcify. Cirrhosis adenomas can calcify, but they have central stellate calcifications. The best diagnosis in this case, younger patient, is a spin or solid papillary and epithelial neoplasm. These often calcify, and the calcifications are often in the periphery. Well, that's a total of 10 terrific cases. You may have noticed the theme. These are all lesions that either are pancreatic or simulate pancreatic lesions. So hopefully we've really focused on a point that we've tried to make in several of our recent lectures. And hopefully you're able to get the right answer. And with that, see you next month.